I spent the last 10 years teaching corporate America leadership and teamwork. Now, I've left my 9 to 5 job to help as many people as possible become leaders in their work and personal lives. Some say leaders are born, but I say they're built. This podcast is the beginning of my mission to create change on a massive scale. Join me and follow along as we explore leadership, teamwork, and growth together. My name is Brian Rollo, and this is Lead with Impact. Welcome to Lead with Impact. I am Brian Rollo, and I am happy to have you on board today. Thank you so much for listening. A couple of weeks ago, I was getting some guidance from coaches. I am a public speaker and a member of the National Speakers Association and a member of the New York City chapter of professional speakers in the National Speakers Association. So you can imagine I have access to some great people, some phenomenal speakers, and I signed up to get some coaching. And man, was I grateful to get it again from some of the best people you could ever hope to learn from. And I had a speech I was working on and I had access to a couple of different coaches and they were very different in their approaches. And the first coach I spoke with, she told me right away, she says, I'm straight faced. I'm no nonsense. And she lived up to the hype. So I sort of read her the part of my speech, read it to her. I delivered the part of my speech that I was working on and she has a real Simon Cowell type of personality where she's stone-faced through the whole thing. She doesn't laugh at the funny part. She doesn't show any reactions. She just sort of maintains that very emotionless, detached state throughout the whole presentation. And when I finished with a bang, again, no feedback, just this didn't work. This was wrong. You've got this in the wrong place. And it was valuable information. I was happy to get it. And if she's listening in, thank you for giving me that information. I was seeking guidance. But then I went to a second course. I implemented some of those changes and went to a second coach, I should say, and sort of demoed for her. And she had a far different style. She maintained eye contact the whole time. She actually sort of laughed at the funny parts. She reacted to some of the more meaningful parts. You could really tell that she was engaged with the content. And when I was done, she said, oh, I really love that. It's so great. But here's what I would change. Or if you want to make this part better, here's how I would do it. And so she gave me some advice on how to switch things around or maybe change my delivery a little bit to refine it more. Both of those coaches gave me great advice. Which one do you think was more meaningful to me? Of course, the second one. The second coach engaged with me on a personal level. She let me know she felt like she cared, and it was so much easier and so much more rewarding to implement what she told me. The first coach had great value, but it wasn't as easy to implement just because of the approach. And I go into that saying, I was someone who was seeking criticism doing this. I was asking for criticism and my skin is thick in this process. It has to be to do that sort of thing. You have to be ready to take those sorts of bullets. And I was able to, but even with that mindset, it was easier to take the second sort of guidance, the second set of guidance. So what do our team members think when we talk to them? That brings out the topic I wanted to discuss today, and that is empathy. We talked a few episodes ago about that ACE leadership model. The first 
method is accountability. The second part is communication. And the third part is empathy. And it's crucial because nothing else really works very well without it. So I wanted to talk about empathy today. It means a whole lot. There's a lot you can take from that word. But really, my definition is to feel the other person's pain. Other people say sometimes it's to stand in their shoes, but to understand their worldview and see the world as they see it. Who needs empathy? Well, anyone who works with people. If you don't work with people at all, if all you do is pound on a computer all day or somehow are separated from all of humanity, then you probably don't need empathy and you're probably not listening to this podcast. But if you do interact with people and if you at any time need to be able to influence people, empathy is key. It's key. And right now, studies show that empathy is eroding in society. Like they give people tests and people are scoring much less on those empathy tests than they did 10, 20 years ago. Probably you don't need studies to tell you that. Just observation and how we are as humans in a society will tell you that. But even clinically, empathy is eroding and it's eroding in the workplace too. What that means is you have the opportunity to really distinguish yourself as a leader if you are good at empathy, because a lot of other leaders are not. So when you can instill that skill and develop it, puts you ahead in your ability to influence people and produce results. And externally, we all want to motivate people. We all want to be able to influence people. That's why we listen to podcasts like this. It's why we think about and spend time wondering how we can get the results that we want to get. And internally, we all want to be heard. We all want to be understood, just like I did with those speaking coaches. We all want somebody to sort of tell us they get us. And that's why, again, developing that skill of empathy is key. The flip side is sometimes expressing empathy can be difficult. We all we're brought up differently. And some of us, our upbringing or maybe just our internal nature, it's not easy to show empathy. Sometimes we can even think of empathy as a form of weakness or a form of vulnerability and be hesitant to show it. But the point I want people to take away here is that empathy is a skill that can be learned. It's a skill that can be learned. So even if it doesn't come naturally to you, you can work on it. You can build it just like you learned how to do all the other things in your job, whatever that is. At one point, you walked into that job not knowing how to do the skills that you learned how to do. But you figured it out. Empathy is no different. It's a skill you can learn even if it is not naturally present in you. Because once you get into a situation where you're leading a team, or again, even interacting with people that you need to influence in one way or the other, you will likely have people on that team far different from you. You'll have people with different personality types. You'll have people with different belief systems. And you'll have people from different family and social systems. Just people that are maybe 180 degrees different from us and the way they see the world and the approach they take to their personal lives and their work lives. And when ideologies clash, we sometimes can have a natural tendency to shut down. It's sort of a human nature. We want to be with people like us. And if we find people not like us, again, our natural tendency can be to shut that down. So how do we build that skill then? How do we take empathy and develop it? 
I want to share a couple of tips. The first thing I would say for anyone leading a team, and this is going to seem really simple, but the first thing I would say is focus outward. If you have a lot to do and you're busy, which I know you are, it can be easy to focus inward. It can be easy just to be focused on the tasks. And we have our checklist. I got to do A, B, and C today, and I've got a deadline for this, and I've got a three o'clock meeting, and I've got to juggle all these things, and I am just laser focused on how I'm going to do all this. And we get in our silo, and we just keep looking straight ahead. And we don't take time to focus outward. The problem is, is we don't see what's happening around us, especially with the people around us. So take the time to focus outward and just understand who is around you and what they're feeling. Which brings us to the second step, make time to listen. We all want to be heard, like I said earlier. So make time to actually listen to the people around you. We talked before about taking time to talk to your team one-on-one. That is so crucial that you do that. And then once you get in that one-on-one setting, listen, let them talk. They will tell you what's important to them. They will show you how they view the world. You just need to listen. We talked a couple of episodes ago about William Broyles and how when he wanted to write Castaway, he went and got himself left on a deserted island to sort of understand what it would feel like for that to happen. Now, you don't have to go to an island to show empathy, but you do need to be able to go to a place where you are willing to see the world as they see it. And maybe take your worldview, and you don't have to give it up, but maybe make space for a moment for somebody else's worldview so you can understand it. You want to make sure everybody in your team feels important. That's a human need. There's a human need to feel important. And they are important. I always say, if you're showing up to work and getting paid, you're important. But sometimes we forget to tell people that. So make sure they understand how important they are to the team. And just listening and reflecting back that you empathize will do that. It will make them feel important. And lastly, real simple, show gratitude. It's simple to say thank you. We forget to do it sometimes, again, because we're so laser-focused on getting things done. But show gratitude. And lastly, you want to combine that empathy with your accountability and your communication. That is the secret sauce that will make those things acceptable. Because without empathy, trying to hold people accountable and even communication can come off as cold. It can come off as uncaring. When you combine the empathy with those two things, everything works together. So here's your homework between now and the next time you check in. Go find someone different than you. Try to see the world through their eyes. If you've got people in your workplace, people in your personal life that you know just see the world differently than you, sit down with them, have a cup of coffee, ask them to tell you why they see things like they do. And if you see things differently, don't argue. Don't try to tell them why they're wrong. Why they're wrong. Just listen, nod your head, and try to get why they see things that way. If you can't find somebody like that in real life, this is really dangerous. Go find an online forum. Where are people gathered that view the world 180 degrees differently than you? Can you go and see what they're talking about? Can you listen to what they have to say? You don't have to agree with them, 
but you do need to be able to try to understand how they see the world and why they feel like they do. If you can do that, you can put empathy into action to boost your leadership. Thank you for being with me today. You can give me feedback at brian at brianrollo.com. You can find me online at www.brianrollo.com. B-R-I-A-N-R-O-L-L-O.com. By the way, people always ask me, is that the same as the candy? I've been hearing that since I was a kid. The candy is actually R-O-L-O. My name is R-O-L-L-O. But if you remember me that way, that's fine too. <laughs> Just find me online and uh, you'll find links to my social media profiles there. Also, big news. Maybe you found me on iTunes. I don't know. But we are finally up and live on iTunes. It took a while. Those people at Apple take their sweet time on occasion. But they got us up on iTunes for episode eight. So if you are finding us on iTunes, thank you for doing that. And if you'd consider subscribing and maybe leaving a review, that would be super helpful in building an audience. And I'd love to hear your feedback too. So please contact me uh, at the location I told you about earlier. I appreciate it. I am grateful. Go out there, have an impact, and have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.